to make a rich, smooth cold brew. Tim Horton steeps 100% Arabica beans for 16 hours. What could be richer than that? Well, uh... How about blending in swirls of sweet Irish cream? Rich enough? Ooh, I guess. Not quite, because Tim Hortons tops that cold brew with the cloud of sweet cold foam. Now, what could be richer than that? Nothing? Exactly. Irish cream cold brew with cold foam now at Tim Hortons. Or try cold foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for a limited time at participating U.S. locations. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to episode 35 of the Michiana People podcast. My guests for this episode are Lindsay Kelly and Russ Stanford. Lindsay and Russ make up the wonderful music duo Lindsay and Russell John. They perform some great original music and covers in the Michiana area. Just fantastic. Lindsay's a great singer, and Russell's a great singer and guitar player. They are not married. That's one thing I want to make sure everybody knows. Russell is happily married, and Lindsay is happily single. So they are not married to each other, but they are a great duo. We heard a great story on how they met and how they got together to uh, make the beautiful music. Just a wonderful interview. Had a lot of fun. Some things that are going on. Still got Jenny Miller's Miss Ladybird hanging in the studio. You can check out my Facebook page to see that. I'll pin that post up on the top. Uh, That's part of my put some art on my wall effort. What I do is I get a local artist to give me a painting or a picture or whatever type of art they do. And I hang it in my studio and put it up for sale. So Miss Ladybird is on sale for $250. It's a great piece of art. Make sure you check it out. Also, the Ignition Music Build a Stage campaign is on, I believe, its final week. They are raising money to build a new stage and get some equipment to record high-definition video and audio in order to get the word out about artists, musical artists, and just doing a great job. So you can you can give as little as 10 bucks and you get you get some uh, stuff back for everything you give. Uh, check that out. You can check them out on ignitionmusic.net or look them up on Facebook. It's uh, Ignition Music when you search on Facebook, or you can go right to goshenfunded.com to donate to this great cause. Mapletronics is a sponsor and I work there. How long could your business operate if you could no longer use your software or connect to the internet? How much of your business data can you afford to lose? What level of productivity do your computer users need to maintain to stay profitable? If you'd like to talk to me about your computer network so you know where you stand, you can call me at 574-537-5838 or you can shoot me an email at scurtis at mapletronics.com. There's no charge for my consultation or the network evaluation. Give it a shot. If you're a business owner or in business development, you might have noticed how much harder it is becoming to get people's attention. As technology improves, the ability for consumers to choose when, where, and how they are exposed to a business's advertising or messaging improves too. Vala Marketing takes an interactive approach to getting and keeping attention using things like great social media, 
mobile-friendly websites and applications, search engine optimization, and original content creation. Vala can manage your entire digital marketing efforts on a monthly basis. If you're having trouble keeping up, would like to grow, or just need to figure out how to get people in the door or on your website, Vala Marketing would like to speak to you. Give them a call at 574-606-6696 to set up a free consultation or a free audit of your digital marketing efforts. And now, on to episode 35 with Lindsay Kelly and Russ Stanford. I really enjoyed it, and there's a great song at the end. I've got Russ and Lindsay with me. Russ Stanford and Lindsay, I can't remember your last name. Kelly, Lindsay Kelly. Lindsay Kelly. Can we, actually, because there seems to be confusion... My full name is Russell John Stanford. Russell, Russell John Stanford, okay. Many people know me as Russ. Okay. Russ Stanford. Uh-huh. Russell John, Russell John Stanford, okay. Russ Stanford, they're all the same person. Okay. <laughs> and Lindsay and is... A Kelly. But uh-huh. we're called Lindsay and Russell John, and a lot of people think that our last name is John. Oh, okay. And that we're married... Uh-huh. And we're super not. <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with the fact that we berate each other on stage often, but uh, uh, I right. married a couple would. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so right. we're setting the record straight here right now. It's Lindsay Kelly and Russell John Stanford, and you're not married. We are super not married. Okay. Not that, you, not that you convince anybody, could convince anybody that was looking on at any <laughs> Because <laughs> we talk and act yeah. like a married couple, but I'm very single. Uh-huh. Come to oh, the show. Yeah. I drink bourbon. <laughs> You're drinking rye. Right? I, mean, I like that Ravenswood rye. Is nice. Yeah, that's good. Journeyman. So I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to first talk about the first time I saw Lindsay, and I have to leave Russell out of this one yeah. because the first time I saw you was it three years ago at Ignition? maybe more. Four years ago? Maybe four. Yeah. Four, three or four years ago at Ignition Music. So my wife and I went to that. It was probably the third or fourth show we had gone to mm-hmm. Ignition Music in Goshen. I love the place. It's absolutely Fabulous the place. Coolest, coolest place to see music. And we went to see the Harpoonist and Axe Murderer, and I've got the poster up there. We had the the show we had been to prior had an opening act, and the opening act wasn't so hot. I'm not going to mention their name, but they didn't they didn't do very well. Oh, and so I didn't know that there was an opening act for the Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer. Steve comes out and says, "Opening act is Elf and Rescue," and I'm like, "Oh no, here we go. No, no more opening acts." <laughs> and then you guys came out and killed it. Right. And just, right. The the cool thing about that was is I was watching as and I don't remember their names, but the Harpoonist and Axe Murder were like peeking out at the crowd yes. and their eyes were like saucers, they're like, We have to follow that. Yeah. And 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 they did a great job. But you guys just totally blew me away and then Lisa and I started, you know, just following you. We were at the New Year's Eve show at LaSalle and I still got the T-shirt you threw at me for the dance contest, <laughs> and, and and so we, you know, absolutely fell in love with your voice at that point. And then you guys parted ways and didn't see you for a little while. And you, you and Russell got together, and you're making a little bit different type of music. Uh, still, still in the bluesy, jazzy kind of getting, right. g- getting, right. getting into like. 
almost Broadway type stuff. Uh, really, I mean, because your voice does that, that type of music. So how'd you guys meet? I hunted her down. Uh, <laughs> like a, <laughs> that is true. Uh, so to to expand a little bit, my I'm I'm fairly new to the area. My okay. wife and I moved here just over three years ago, and I want to say a couple of months in, you know, I don't know, I, I was out and about. I, I met a, I met a guy playing guitar at a pawn shop, and then he took me to a jam, and then I met this other guy, and then he took me to Gippers. I want to say the Mike Masari's jazz and blues jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of hung out, and you know, I kind of brought my guitar because uh, you know my friend was there playing to, uh, and having a good time. And had noticed this woman kind of milling around or whatever, and you know, she she's a, certainly a presence in the room. And then, but I had no idea. And all of a sudden, she's getting up to do a song, and it was all of me, and just proceeded to blow the doors off of the yeah. joint. And uh-huh. I was like, well, dang, <laughs> you know, so. I was like, well, you know, I got to get some of that on me if I uh-huh. can, you know, so. <laughs> right. I don't know, then a long time went by, I don't know, because, you know, I kind of lost, I, I didn't know who she was. I, I think I made note of her name. I think I heard somebody call her Lindsay. And, uh-huh. Uh, and you're always and trying then, to put the D in it. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, I was no even that far along, I was just trying to remember. But then the next summer, was it South by South Bend? Uh-huh. Uh, was a thing, and uh, so we... And I must have, somewhere along the line, made note of Elephant Rescue or whatever. So that was on the that was on our, uh-huh. our list for the day, you know, the day my wife and I went out. And there kind of was making circles around her, didn't really know what to say. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like I just want to... <laughs> that was at Merriman's, I, I feel like. Yeah, that was yeah, it Merriman's. was just like, you know, I was like, I want to do something with, you know, I'd love to be a part of that every day, uh-huh. you know, and but had no idea what to say or offer her or anything. I mean, I was doing my own... A uh, little solo, you know, acoustic gigs and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. playing some of my own songs and covers and such. Uh, you know, just a pub pub guy. Mm-hmm. I was so crazy that day. Oh, that day? Well, yeah, and I just, you know, I just kind of, you know, you kind of saw me and she was, yeah, there's a weird guy with the beard again, you know, sure. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so then, anyway, so fast forward, I want to say it was dang near another year, maybe yeah. it was like the next, it was the next, you know, past the, the Christmas time or whatever of that year. A year say later. It was February or something like that. Yeah. And I, Saw that she was co-hosting an open mic, and just you know, I got the feeling that she, you know maybe she was available. Uh-huh. So I went out and got in her face and in her ear, and was relentless. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked her into it, and I think she was still sketchy for a while. Uh huh. But you know, things started falling into place like I told her they would, and you know. <laughs> yeah. When I left Elephant Rescue, I mean, those guys were taking off, and I'm single mom. I couldn't. You know, and they still are. Yeah. Dave and Chad and Eric Alvent left too, but he is <laughs> really taking off. Yeah. They're younger people and they're, you know, a little more, I don't know, with it. I guess maybe a little more hungry for mm-hmm. it than I am. I'm not willing to <laughs> work that hard. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say because, you know, I feel like Russell and I are working hard, but... uh mm-hmm. I'm not ready to go on tour or even, like, sniff at it. Like, uh-huh. I'm not, that's not what I want to do right now. I'm not trying to travel all over and push, 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 push myself right now. Right. Russell and I haven't had to seek out a gig since we started for a year. Right. Man. People contact us, mm-hmm. and we do plenty of gigs to 
keep mm-hmm. the lights on and I, I just feel like you know right. we aren't millionaires and we certainly aren't winning any grammys yeah. this year but <laughs> it's just we're good we're yeah. good at what we do yeah. and what we do is different from what everybody else is right. doing you guys are kind of like well, it's kind of like jake and jess from starheart hey they, they, they make great music but they don't Those guys are amazing they're, they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna go be playing little gigs in, 500 miles away. To yeah, they except they just did. Yeah, well, yeah they did except go to Nashville. They, yeah. 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 And I think it's not that they aren't about to go on tour or anything. I mean, she's going to have a baby in a minute. Right, right. Yeah. But um, I think that they're just busy. I just think it's not the right time because otherwise, they, I feel like they kind of are ready to jump off they, that cliff. Well, the, you know, the music is just fantastic. Right. I've, I've said it so many times. You can pretty much immerse yourself with just local music. Mm-hmm. The, the stuff oh. is being done locally. Right. And it, it'll fill you up because yeah. there's everything. There's blues, there's rock, there's jazz, there's metal, there's punk, there's just yeah. everything. There's shoegaze. I, I, I always have to mention shoegaze because <laughs> I talked to Nat Fitzgerald of Spaceships mm-hmm. and he had to tell me what shoegaze was. You yeah, got to tell me what shoegaze I feel is. like that's a wide spectrum, but maybe not. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently it was in the uh, in, in the 80s. The, the guitarists were really obsessed with a lot of feedback and a lot of different mm-hmm. stuff, so they had this barrage of pedals, right. and it's shoegaze because they're constantly hitting hit yeah. a new, new, new pedal. So right. that's... I might know fellers like that. Yeah. <laughs> I might know. Well, or even if it's not the pedals, I want to say it's just dudes that stood in one place and just kind of... Yeah, yeah. You know, stood right. at yeah. their feet. Uh-huh. I want to yeah. say somebody like the Pixies or somebody. Oh, they, they started rocking out though, too, though. But, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just the guy oh, who yeah. understood and... Yep. Yep. Lamented. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do know exactly what you mean. So where did you come from, Russell? Uh, I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, all my days. Um... The reason we moved to South Bend, my wife's job uh, at the time was moving here if she wanted it, and we mm-hmm. wanted it. So, and I had left my job. I was I had a, a job back there for 25 years, um, and I had left it a few years prior to that. So I was a free mm-hmm. agent, you know. And the reason I left was because you know I felt like I had made a serious vocational error and and was hating it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my wife was like, "Well, quit and just you know do your music." You uh-huh. know? So I started doing gigs and stuff. Then the thing came along, her job was moving down here if she wanted it, and so we made the move, and I gotta say, uh, you know, I, I was like, well, I'll go down there and hit the streets running or whatever, and I kind of felt like, you know, in hindsight, like maybe it took me a minute, but in truth, uh, I met Kathy Dietz, I want to say, like, uh-huh. before our furniture arrived, uh-huh. uh, and so that was footwork, or legwork, that, yeah. that paid off, I want to say, you know, yeah. two days after I set foot here, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so... And, yeah, and that just to led me. to yeah. another other opportunities, and I met her, and I met this person, and I met this person, and, and I've just been, we've received, my my wife and I both have just received so much love from yeah. the community wide, I mean, right. you know, several counties, you know, yeah, several states even, we're talking up into Michigan, you know, yeah. so. There is, uh, I, I didn't know about any of this until I started the podcast and started talking to people, right. I've always, I've always just worked and came home and watch TV, really, and so I started this, and it just opens your eyes to, right. you know, there's great people out there, and all you got to do is hunt them down and talk to them. And, yeah. <laughs> They're out there. Yeah. Well, I know there's, yeah. a, you know, and there's, I'm sure there's a scene in every town, but I mean, 
this is a pretty good scene. It's oh pretty, yeah, and it's pretty good folks in it. You know? Yeah, and, and I've been here a long time. Like a, and it's about as good as it's ever yeah, been. It's like pretty huge. Right. So you guys got together, and you're obviously actually writing some music because you were in the the songwriters competition at the Acorn. We were, and did very well. We did very well. And, we got second place. In yeah, that yeah. Gig and. As far as original songs, how many do you have in your arsenal right now? To, that we've of our songs. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, she's you know written songs with other people. I've been writing songs, right. you know, by myself and with other people for you know quarter century at least. Uh huh. Russell's um, got a million of them. <laughs> but they're not necessarily songs for us, you know. Uh -huh. and, and and so we're trying to write new songs together. I mean, every now and then is a song I wrote a couple of years ago, uh, but. Uno O'Neill, she she came with and had the whole concept, mm. uh, and that was not too long after we got together. We were right. just kind of really starting to talk then, or you know, starting to. And that's just because I watched a J.D. Salinger documentary on Netflix. Uh -huh. Oh, she had this little, she had this little, and so I figured, you know, I, I I tried to pick that out on the guitar and just kind of, and we recorded, you know, just a, a dummy track, you know, of her, just so we could get it down and mm -hmm. I could study it. And, uh, but I mean, with what she provided. It was very easy to just flesh it out, you know, to, oh, right. well, it should be this. And it's basically a three-chord song, but I think it kind of jumps around pretty good. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's got a lot great, of dynamics and great, energy great to great it. Song. And a f cool, weird story. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Now, did you write You're Not the One, Lindsay? Well, oh. I'm going to have to say that that was a collaboration. That okay. was That was definitely an Elephant Rescue collaboration. Okay. I mean, there's a true story behind it. There was a fella I knew <laughs> intimately, and I was really, really in love with him, but, you know, red flags. Sometimes <laughs> love is blind, and sometimes you tell love to shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you, like, there's nobody's blind to right. any of this. So it was just about, look, man, we're, we're having a great time and everything, mm -hmm. but it's you're yeah. not the one. Yeah. It's, it's not right. We... That, that's the one my wife and I just always went nuts over that song. And, and <laughs> you know, and maybe we should cover it or something. I'll have to talk to Dave, but um, that was some that was something I wrote with my cousin, and yeah. Chad came in with the bass line, and uh -huh. Eric, of course, is just an excellent percussionist. Right. You know, it it really took all of us to get it there. Uh -huh. Yeah. And you know, Dave even wrote some of those lyrics too so i can't i really can't claim it mm. as my own right but uh i lived it yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> it definitely great, my story it's a great song and and it's i i, I talked to all the local musicians that i that i've talked to it's every you know the songs that you guys do are every bit as good as anything that you hear on the radio or see on tv or whatever we yeah i i can't stand watching singing shows anymore but mm -hmm. i'll watch pieces of them and it's just amateur hour compared to what you can see around here right i feel like you'll get a better show at some at like lang lab or something mm -hmm. you know or ignition than anything you're seeing on the voice right yeah. and that stuff is all rigged anyway oh, yeah. you know yeah. the <laughs> only thing that's real are those Poor people who 
spend like eight, nine hundred dollars trying to audition and oh, buy yeah. clothes. Well, and, I want to say not a day goes by where somebody doesn't tell her, "Oh, you should get on The Voice or American Idol." Or no, something. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, That's no, not. No, no. Yeah. I'm an angry bitch, and yeah. I, would, I would cuss people yeah. out. I Simon would, would have home. to go to the hospital. Probably. Yeah, I would get arrested, uh, choking Simon out. That would that would not work. <laughs> He'd tell some little baby to go home, and I'd just have to start flipping tables. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to talk to her directly. Just yeah. Yeah, just make some other poor soul cry. And I can't do that. Up. We can't be on TV. We can be on HBO, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> After 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I want to go just a different direction real quick, because I've been immersing myself in local podcasts, and I started doing... I started trying stand-up comedy, and I met Genesis, yeah, and then yeah. I found out she did the Granny Panties uh, <laughs> podcast, a period podcast, yes. and I started listening to her podcast, and you were on either the last episode or the episode before that, and it was just wonderful. Wow, I'm I, glad you thought so. I, I did, too. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to do a shout-out to Genesis just because we, we haven't talked very much, but I've listened, I, I'm, um, I'm traveling to Tennessee on Sunday, and I've got all her past episodes downloaded so I can listen <laughs> to them. And it's one of those podcasts that it's, it's, it's serving a purpose. It's actually a public service. It really and is. every woman should listen to it so that they know what's happening with them. <laughs> and every guy that is in a relationship with a woman should listen to it be, so they know what's happening to yeah. them. And write some stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's a really uncomfortable, you know, conversation for any man. Any guy yeah. is going to be uncomfortable with that. But that's the whole point. Like, if you're going to love a woman, if you're going to make a baby, uh, you should maybe know something about it. Don't just yeah. be dumb. Yeah. Don't just be completely ignorant. Yeah. And but, she does such a great job with it. It's funny and it's educational and funny, educational. And she's um, a nurse, so she'll jump right in with all that medical terminology. Oh yeah, she's giving you the Latin. Yeah. Like I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, it's great. And we got hammered doing it too. I mean, like we were totally partying uh -huh. while we sat there and did it, but it didn't slow down the conversation. No. I don't feel like we were right. sloppy. And yeah, I, and I think that. She has a good handle on that. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she's very... She, That's she's, a host. She's good at what she does. That's a good host. Yeah, so I'm listening to her stuff so I can get some pointers. Yeah, it's, it. it's great. Russell, I wanted to ask <laughs> you, as far as musical influences, what what were you listening to when you grew up, and what made you want to play guitar and get into music? Well, musical influences, geez, some of everything. I mean, the radio back then was different that is not mm -hmm. I mean yeah you could actually call in a request right well that and what well, they didn't have to because all my favorite songs would come on because uh, you know I didn't realize how it worked I, I remember laying in bed as a eight or nine year old and amazed myself that I was guessing what the next songs were going to be well those were the top ten you know what yeah <laughs> I bet you were going to play such a song. and I'm just thinking at random like I'm just guessing well oh they're actually playing a, song, a set list but mm -hmm. but they would play anyway I want to say they would play a country song and then a disco song and then a a Frank Sinatra song, right. and uh, you know, uh, and then I discovered FM radio, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit later in life, and kind of got the, you know, the, and then started getting into my my brother's albums and my, you know, and also my mom's albums, and yeah. uh, we had an aunt that was only a few years older than my brother, um, you know, so I started discovering, you know, the Hendrix and the Pink Floyd, uh -huh. and the, you know, Black Sabbath and stuff like that, 
But I've been, you know, I run the game. And my brother actually has had an influence on me because then I, my mom sent me to go live with him <laughs> when I was about 17. <laughs> and then he turned me on to Bob Marley, and that was that was all I needed for about a couple of years, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and, you know, and funk and blues and, you know, yeah. and Steve Ray Vaughan was another one. And, you know, that, that kind of made me, I tried to take guitar lessons when I was maybe 10, and the Mel Bay method was not for my brain. Uh-huh. Just, I mean, too simple and too blah, mundane and uh-huh. not fast enough. Um, and then Steve Ray Vaughan, uh, actually on the David Bowie record, I mean, before even, you know, I was kind of, there's something going on there with that guitar playing right. that's kind of, you know, different. Yeah. Um, and not like I really thought I could do that, but I felt like it was speaking to me, you know, that it was actually talking to my soul more than right. any other music. Right. So I, over some years, tried to learn how to do that. You yeah. Know? And, and, uh. And really only learned how to play guitar in order to facilitate my own songs. I mean, I don't know, like, a crap ton of covers. I never uh-huh. sat down with the needle very much and, like, learned a song, verbatim, uh-huh. the solos and everything. That was never a thing for me. Right. You know, and, and even with the acoustic stuff and the solo acoustic stuff, I, I've cheated. And some of them I've come up with myself. Some I've gotten off YouTube or whatever where it's somebody else's <laughs> arrangement of the acoustic guitar. Right. You know, so, but, yeah, when it came, you know. Learning guitar really came from just trying to facilitate my own songs. You yeah. Know, you know, how, however simple, you know. Yeah. My, uh, talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan, my father-in-law, he's passed away a number of years ago, but uh, he was a huge Stevie Ray mm-hmm. Vaughan fan, and he was playing at the, if you remember the Holiday Star Theater in Maryville, he was playing there in the, uh, it was, it was mid-80s, early 80s, and uh, it was when I was dating my wife, and met him and Chris Layton in the oh, elevator wow. and my father-in-law was very eccentric he was Stevie and <laughs> they 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 went down to the bar and talked for for a while and oh, wow. what was one of the greatest guys and uh, I mean he told he told that story for a long time my father-in-law was very interesting in the fact that uh, after he retired, he worked at Bendix all his life, and uh, he was the computer guru. So that was back when the computers took up pretty much my whole house. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so he, he was a guy that kept those things running for him. And when he retired, he decided that he wanted to listen to the hardest, heaviest metal that he could get a hold of. Oh, wow. And we would go to, it was Trax Records over by Notre Dame. See, I'm a little, I'm a lot older than you, and you weren't here. Uh, I'm a little older than you, a lot older than you, and, and you weren't here. But we'd go to Trax Records, and he would go in, and the guys that ran the store just would fall over themselves to help him because he said, he'd go in and say, I want the hardest, heaviest smell you have. And we'd go back, and he had a great stereo, and we'd go back. That's an argument just, right there waiting to happen right there. Yeah. yeah. Just tape the diehards the walls. That was great. Oh, boy. Yeah. He was he was uh, he was a cool guy. As far as your collaboration is going right now, like you said, you have no shortage of work mm-hmm. because I see you everywhere. Yeah, we are playing a lot. I'm I'm proud of that. We are blessed yeah. to be. Yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, but um, this this episode is going to go up a week from Monday. What kind of things do you have coming up towards the end of October and November? Well, we're actually a guest, like, surprise appearance at the big Everybody Has a Story show this weekend at the Century Center. That's a show they do once a year. Kurt Heckman and Stephen Salt and 
oh, a bunch, a uh, bunch of other people, yeah. not just those two guys, yeah. a lot the of team people. Is involved. A team, yes, yes. Uh, they put on a show that j- most of the proceeds go to a uh, local charity of mm. some sort. Um, and this year the show is honoring Billy Sticks. Next, you know all about Billy. He's he's my uh, favorite. Right. Mm-hmm. I I will run all over all of you to see Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. That's why I don't I'm, blame that, you. Yeah, that's and I I totally apologize, but that's why I'm not <laughs> no. coming to see you guys Friday at the Chicory because I'm seeing him at Vegetable Bunny. Right, right. I may right. pop in because it's very close. Uh, we uh, might pop in. We might, yeah. Yeah. We we might see might us at Vegetable And then yeah. I'm going to the Everybody Has a Story show too because Steve was the first guy in my studio. Uh, oh to, wow! To, to talk about Everybody Has a Story, and when he said he was, they were going to honor Billy. I was like, I got to be the there. End. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I get a double dose of Billy. We are just a teensy, we're just doing one little song in the middle of the mm-hmm. show, just because we were super busy from the jump Right. when they asked us to be in the following year's show. We did it last year, and mm-hmm. it was great. Not only was it great to be in the show, but that show was great for us. Mm-hmm. It yeah. really put us out there. Like, right. I cannot tell you how many people heard about the Everybody or was at the Everybody yeah. show and became loyal oh, yeah. and loud friends, mm-hmm. sharing and liking and uh-huh. showing up and come, finding out where we're going to be and mm-hmm. a following. It's really, I mean, it's really uh, encouraging. Right, right. I'm, I was shocked. And Steve, really shocked. Steve and Kurt, I, I don't know the rest of them, <clears> I've... I've met Steve personally and Kurt and I have exchanged messages are just two of the greatest guys. Oh, I mean, man. And, and that's just are. another thing about, you know, this area. You gotta look for the people who are trying to make a positive difference and and you know, just shut out those people that are exactly. making making right. the bad noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he he totally inspired me. I mean we talked for a long time and then we talked before and we talked after and it was it was <laughs> it, it was great. And we're we're a little bit closer to contemporary, so we could we can talk mm-hmm. about the good old days too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's so nice that they're you know I mean it's it's for good causes, but it also you know I mean it helps the musicians that they bring to right. You know, exactly. to, I mean everybody's yeah. all the boats get floated kind right. of thing. You know. Right. Yeah. And and he's got a lot of talent to pull from. Right. Yeah. Right. He knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. And you know South Bend really. Just is not like the rest of the state. This little city here is different. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there's a serious art scene. There's a serious music scene. Right. And all of the businesses and the locals and the people, they are all a part of it. Everybody right. encourages the arts yeah. in this town. And it's not like they don't encourage new businesses and breweries and wineries and mm-hmm. Indiana whiskey. It's not like there isn't stuff for sale that people right. are, you know, talking about and hanging out around, but all of those businesses support the local art and right. music scene. Mm-hmm. And that's rare. Right. It's rare for there to be this much support right. for local artists. Right. I'm uh, Kalamazoo is I we spent twenty five years in Kalamazoo. I'm yeah. kind of from uh, this area, though, I mean, I won't say Niles, but Eau Claire and Cassopolis uh-huh. is kind of where I'm from yeah. originally. And well, then you're we a country girl, then. I am country <laughs> in the day as well. <laughs> it's true. No, no, nobody thinks of Michigan as country, but it's it's so country. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, and I'm learning that because now 
I live, and I say, I live downtown South Bend, but I don't. We live in, like, Miami Village. Uh-huh. And <laughs> that is so city to me. Oh, yeah, like, I'm just outside of downtown. Yeah, yeah it's like a suburb, but... Then. Oh, it is loud, and oh, there's so much noise. <laughs> I am not used to it. Right, well, Miami I'm, Village ain't the country, though, either. Right? Yeah. I'm not used to uh, locking the door all the time. Russell's right. constantly locking my door. Yeah. And I'm always like, who locked this door? Who closed this window? Well, I, did we say that I grew up in Milwaukee? I grew yeah. up in uh, inner, inner Milwaukee. I yeah. Thirty sixth and center for anyone who may be listening and knows where that is. <laughs> he in takes the 70s. good care of yeah. we're, we're we're protected. Yeah, I'm a country boy too. I grew up south in Lakeville, which is oh, I know about Lakeville. Yeah, which is the smallest town. Yeah, I Colton grew. lives in Lakeville. Yeah, Colton yeah, Cole Col- lives yeah, out there. Yeah, Colton Colton's from Lakeville, or he did, or something like his family's. Yeah. So yeah, so we've got everybody has a story coming up. That's this right. Saturday, right? And um. You're doing Chicory Friday. Yeah. And what, what, what else do you have on your calendar? We've got, there's an auction, you know, slash fundraiser at mm-hmm. the Acorn Theater. Okay. Right out by this delicious German distillery. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they've asked me to, you know, not, I guess I'll say host. I'm mm-hmm. going to help uh-huh. auction off some stuff. And Ooh. Russ and I will do a couple of tunes, in, you know, throughout the yeah. show, but... We're going to auction off some stuff and raise some money for the mm. Acorn. Boy, I love the Acorn. Man, that, that's another venue that you have to go to. Three Oaks, man. Yeah, they are doing it's, it's, it's it. Talk about supporting the scene. Yeah. yeah and, Sandra and Sammy. And the neat, the neat thing about that is you can go to Dreamin' and you can stagger to the Acorn. Exactly. And you can sit <laughs> over <laughs> up on <laughs> 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 Or right. you can have beers and whiskey at the Acorn. They uh, got it all. Do. That's uh, true. So if you got somebody driving for you, you can do whatever you want. But it's just really neat. Right there, within walking distance, are two of the coolest places. They're really fabulous. And, you know, Three Oaks is just a beautiful little town. Yeah. Anyhow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even if there wasn't anything going on out there, I'd say it's worth the drive. What do you say, 45? Yeah, I'm going to say 45 yeah. minutes from yeah. the way South we drive Bend is to about 40. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that little Generations, is that what it's called? Generations? Yeah. Drive. Or drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. That just looks like a set out of, like, you know, oh, or something. You know, it looks yeah. like a fake little town or something. Yeah, like that. It's yeah. Yeah. I expect there to yeah. be, like, plywood stands behind yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because we, Lisa and I, know so many people who live in this area and they never go to, like, Goshen. They never go north, and they right. think it's so far away. Oh, and right. it, my wife and I noticed that when we first got here. Yeah, was like, oh, that's Elkhart. Yeah, Elkhart's like twenty minutes down. And I know it is. And we never got out here to fill I work before. In, yeah, and I work in Goshen, so it's no, it's no biggie. Right. Yeah, no. It's it know, is right it's down 20, the road. It's Twenty-five minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. And. The bypass makes it really easy, so mm-hmm. yeah. So you you you've got the thing at the acorn. As far as um, recording and stuff that you're working on, do you have any plans for putting out EP we do. album or we, anything like we're that? We're getting as far it together. As, yeah, yeah. Plans. I'm, glad, I'm, glad, right. I'm glad I asked the right question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen this year. Yeah. There's a chance. That 
I could light a firecracker under the both of us and buy uh-huh. some magic. It would be ready for Christmas or something, but mm. no. We're yeah. going to wait until next year and make it really good. Uh-huh. Really good. We've got Although, a, there is something that we should try to get ready for Christmas. Is the Christmas so album. The Christmas themed we yeah. were gonna well, the Christmas, like well, Christmas, Christmas theme song at least you know the that Christmas song that's yeah. our original Christmas song that we have got to do we could that. just put we, that that's what I was gonna say a single, we did yeah. say well maybe we'll get that ready in time for Christmas because that was last Christmas yeah. that we were working on it right <laughs> but I feel like we sh- you're right and well, we need to learn a, it again now we probably haven't played it since in six months I bet there's a professor from uh. I always say Western because that's the Kalamazoo in me, but it's a Notre Dame professor. Miller. Jeff Miller is recording people, local musicians specifically, Mm. you know, like people who perform and record and live right here in South Bend and surrounding Mishawaka. Mm. And, uh, like, I I don't want to say for free, Mm. but I'll say a sliding scale. Like, he's giving back. He's giving Uh back to local artists. Uh, especially single mothers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Miller. <laughs> and, you know, he put it out there, you know, especially if you've got talent. That's not uh, what I'm trying to say because it's not like do. he isn't going to work with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. just to talk about Jeff, he's, I'm sure he's an equal opportunity recorder. Uh-huh. But uh, mixing and recording some amazing, you know, sessions with people. Mm. And I'm, I'm so impressed with everything he's doing, and we're definitely going to give him a holler. I think mm. you're right about that Christmas song. Just that one mm. little song on a download card or something. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Here it comes. Yeah. We have to have that ready by Black Friday. We got yeah. and when is that? a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got a month and a half to put that together. We can do it. You yeah. can, but somebody's got to keep us on task. I'll do it. That's me. That's what's coming up that's, right that's, now. That's what's coming up. We've got another show at LaSalle. We just played LaSalle last mm. weekend. Love to play LaSalle Kitchen mm. and Tavern. Yeah. Um, we always play at the fabulous Treehouse Shine Bar in beautiful downtown Mishawaka. Uh-huh. Uh, Teresa Stanton owns the Treehouse Shine Bar. Mm-hmm. Owns and runs and loves and ooh-wee, the whole thing uh-huh. on her own. She's got a good team of friends, family, people helping her out down there. But uh, she is just one of the hardest most impressive, hardest-working women I've met mm-hmm. thus far anywhere. She is making it happen. And we love to play there. And mm-hmm. our shows there, I feel like... Also shine style. Are about to get reined in a little bit. I need to pull it together a little bit. Because I get <laughs> oh, loose it's, over it's there. It's once in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should probably let the moon stay. Yeah. When the moon is over Bourbon Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to rein it in just a little bit at the at home because that is our home now. And I have a tendency to cut loose there. Like yeah. That's the one place where we can. Uh-huh. And so I want to make so it a do. little more professional. <laughs> yeah. But October 15th is Shine Stock. Okay. And everybody, please search for Shine Stock on Facebook and check that out because there's going to be one heck of a party going on that weekend. Yeah. The 15th is that, of is October. Is that at the Treehouse? Or is that 
I believe, I don't want to misspeak, it's supposed, as far as I understand, it's supposed to be at the 4-H ground. I think okay. so, too. Because okay. it was, a, it was supposed to be last year, and there was a mishap with scheduling, or they or, uh-huh. or the 4-H grounds had an electrical problem. It's, okay. Her day, she couldn't have her day or whatever, but they okay. promised her this year. Okay. I believe, I don't, yeah, she's checking right now on... I am, Shinestock 2016. But we shouldn't trust Russ with important information. <laughs> Is at the uh, St. Joseph County for Race Fairgrounds. Oh, cool. Okay. And it's just going to be fabulous. Yeah, I love it when I'm not an idiot. <laughs> After all. Yeah, um, they're so unique in their ways that it gets us going to be uh-huh. able to turn y'all on to them. All the noise are it's sexy. She is just, It's just going to be an unbelievable party. Knuckle Deep. The Mud Flap Revival, Dos Hermanos Band, Fred Balbo, Sunsets of Saturn, right. and Lindsay and Russell John. All right. Soon to be renamed. I guess we're going <laughs> to rename ourselves. Well, the people, yeah, the, the people, we, we thought it was obvious, but apparently they think us being married is obvious or something. <laughs> right, because we bicker and yeah. laugh and act, because we're best friends. Yeah. But, no, yeah. there's a barb, and... I don't know what I would yeah, do we without Barb. Yeah, we wouldn't be here today yeah. if it wasn't for Barb. We wouldn't have made it here to yeah. do this if it wasn't for Barb. <laughs> well, you guys definitely have chemistry on stage. You know what? What I've seen, it's just, it's really, really good. And, We're good buddies. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's just incredibly moving music. And the the neat thing is that you didn't you don't pigeonhole yourself into a genre. Right. Right. And you. I mean, it'll be kind of bluesy, kind of jazzy, kind of show tune, kind of rocky. You know, you can from one song to the next. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. You know, yeah, and it's I never true. know what she's gonna, you know, throw at me. You know, yeah, she'll be like, oh, learn this one or check this one out. She'll, yeah, she'll send me YouTube links or something like that. You know, <laughs> and I can't keep up, but yeah, you know, one will stick. We'll work on one, and it'll stick and work its way into the act, and then you yeah, know, and so, yeah. And that's just me. And yeah. Russell is honestly the first musician that I've ever worked with that has always just been willing to t- try, at least, mm. whatever. Right. And I, f- I hope you feel like I'll try anything yeah. you put out there, but I admit to not having been so willing to cooperate mm. with other people in the past. Yeah. People would be like, try this Johnny Cash song, and I'd be like, no. Uh-huh. But I don't know. It's well, the I way you come at me Well, with I feel it. like there's a lot of people that Decide what you should be. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to hang out. I just wanted to <laughs> do my best to do what you wanted. Right. You know, I just kind of wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to have it in my face. You yeah. Know what I mean, I wanted it to be, get on me. Right. Well, one you know, of my favorite. Been, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I was afraid there was going to be all sorts of jazz standards and all kinds uh-huh. of you know ten dollar chords coming at me and stuff. Yeah. Ninety percent of the stuff she throws at me is. You know, three chords in the truth, and I'm like, thank you, God. We're rocking. Okay, there's another song on the list. You know, <laughs> you know. So it's beautiful. I mean, there are some some ones that keep me guessing. Yeah. You know, but uh, uh, he also hears what I'm trying to do with the song. Like, I don't have to say much to you, right? Well, you hear me singing it, and he yeah. knows how to follow me, right. and he's trying to follow yeah. me. And I guess a lot of guitar players have had trouble mm-hmm. with that. But I don't know. I right. don't know how to help you. Yeah. you I'm not gonna back you up. <laughs> That's not what I do. And when I try, it never works out. Uh-huh. And whenever I try to do backup for somebody, 
I take over. I pull right. focus. Uh -huh. It's like a chorus line. Don't pop the head, Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. And I, I pop my head. Uh -huh. I am not a chorus <laughs> member, and I, I, it's just never gonna work out. I can harmonize, but you know. Yeah. Only, I, it's hard for me to do three part harmony. Yeah. If you don't know your part. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're sure you know my part. Yeah. You know, or your two part harmony. Yeah. Like, one of us don't know our part. <laughs> well, I just want to say, too, on that, on that note, that, um, you know, and I kind of went in, I mean, I recognized everything <laughs> that's being said right now early on, too, and still wanted to be a part of it. And I think that maybe. You know, in the past, people, you know, made the mistake of not realizing that yeah. Yeah. if you share a stage with Lindsay, guess what? Yeah. You're, you're in the background uh -huh. you know, or the side. You're, And I knew that going in. You know, yeah. I wasn't trying to be, you know, like I said, I was doing my solo thing. And uh -huh. it gets to be hard work, you know, yeah. when, especially when, you know, the crowd ain't, the room ain't digging it and you got two hours to go. Right. You know? <laughs> So, I mean, I knew, you know, if nothing else, even if we were playing it to an empty house, at least I'm listening to some good music myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's and, not, and it's working out. People, Lindsay's everybody singing, else seems to feel the same way now. Yeah. You know? If Lindsay's singing and the crowd's not getting into it, there's something wrong. They were, right. Yeah. yeah. Usually something wrong with Lindsay. Yeah, you don't really no, like well, music. They were, or, they, <laughs> if they, I can't yeah. catch them, yeah, they, then they were I've got a hair across my ass or something. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're going to get their attention one way or another. Yeah. Right? They're still going to be looking at me wondering what the hell's wrong They're going to be yeah. talking about you the next day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> one of my favorite songs that you know, I, I uh, follow you guys on Facebook, and you've got the, the YouTube videos up, and one of my favorite songs is kind of out of character for what you normally do is that Angel Montgomery, that cover mm. that you did. Yeah. And it's really, really good. I mean, super, super country. And, right. But... You know, country blues, but it, it it's really, really good. And I feel like I've been listening to that recording of Bonnie Raitt and... John Prine? Is it John Prine, or is it... There's several versions of it. There is a version she, with two she, of them. She just did, recently did one with John Prine, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's one from way back. I mean, like it's a John Prine song originally, yeah. and, and then I want to say she covered it back in the day, too. And yeah. Then, and I feel like she's new doing it with Jackson sure. Brown or something. Probably, like yeah, that. yeah. And I mean, that song's been covered it, a lot. It sounds so good. It could be your daddy, for all I know, but he yeah. doesn't sound real Broadway or yeah. anything while he's singing it with her, but it's Bonnie Raitt, and uh, I've just been listening to that for so long that it's like... You know what I mean? Who hasn't? It's a standard. I, I feel like you don't even have to give permission to record that song. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, it just speaks to me. Yeah, it's a it's a well, really, it's a really weary good song. woman song. Uh huh. I dig it. Yeah, That's it's one of one, one and it's so funny that a guy wrote it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Susan Tedeschi covered it too. She did a really good job of it too. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. So you guys want to do a song? Sure. sure. All right. What song should it be? What do you think, Russell? Let's do that every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then. Well, I'll remember when we love friends and lovers. Every now and then Where did things go wrong? 
so strong Time marches on Then you find another song Where did things go wrong? Then the moments passed Like moments always gonna pass They never meant to last They come and go so fast They fall like broken glass Then the moments pass But every now and then Maybe every now and then Well, I'll remember when you and I were friends And lovers till the end Every now and then Well, I'll remember Right. Hey. Lindsay and Russell John. We pulled it off. We pulled it off. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast. This oh, was great. Thank you. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.